side hustles are great. There's a lot of key advantages to side hustles. But just remember, guys, stay focused on the mainstay. Let the side hustle be a supplement. If it grows into becoming a mainstay, that's fine. But the focus is the mainstay and getting toward the goal. I'm Raphael. I'm Cecil. Welcome to Family Man Building the Brand, the podcast that explores what it means to be a father, husband, and a businessman. Join us as we talk to entrepreneurs that are winning at home and in business. Join us as we talk about their journeys, family life, and tips for success. What's up, people? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Family Man Building a Brand podcast. I am your co-host, Cecil Williams. And I'm Raphael Say. What's up, Ralph? What's going on, brother? Man, nothing much, man. Ready to dive into these side hustles, baby. Let's go. <laughs> cool, man. So today's episode is an interesting and exciting one. We're going to be talking about side hustles. It's interesting because we're diving into side hustles and our experiences. I think for anybody who goes into entrepreneurship, it never starts off as full-time. You started, yeah. I mean, there are people who probably do, but for the most of us, we started off as something that we tried to validate to see if it's something that we can scale. Or sometimes it's never something you need to scale. It's just something you actually do because you need to make extra income. So we're going to talk about our experiences. We're going to explore the benefits of having a side hustle and a bunch of different things like guys. So like I said, we like to start off our podcast now with a quote and some level of inspiration or perspective into things. And this one, it says, when you receive multiple paychecks from different sources, you are no longer dependent on the whims of a single employer. And it's by a guy called Chris Gillibo. And it's self-explanatory. It basically, I mean, and, and this kind of leads us into like the advantages of having a side hustle, which is giving you additional income, diversification of an income stream and also building skills and also for personal growth. So Ralph, let's kind of dive deep into like these advantages a little bit more. I mean, kind of cast your uh, light up a little bit on these advantages. Yeah, man. Well, first advantage, of course, Cecil, with having a side hustle is that additional income. In the beginning, I think I was utilizing side hustles as an actual mainstay business, but now I've realized to use side hustles as investment capital for the mainstay businesses. And I think that that's a clear line that I want to put in the sand now, because remember, guys, we got to stay focused on the bigger picture. A side hustle shouldn't take your focus away from a bigger picture. So the additional income definitely says is one of the things that is the main benefit of a side hustle. And it's not that if a business is thriving, then you shouldn't need a side hustle. Yes, I get it. But if a business needs the assistance, if a business is seasonal, if a business just doesn't generate what you expect it to generate for survival, then of course a side hustle will come in. Now, some side hustles as well too, especially well, in my case. Uh, well, go ahead, Sess. What are well, thoughts? I mean, I wanted to add to that because I think it's not just even, I mean, we, you took it from a perspective of a business. So if I were to take this from a perspective of somebody who is employed, I mean, I think we live in a country where in America, hustle culture is, is a thing and yeah. not going to go into whether it's, it's good or bad or, or whether I'm for or against it. But we right. live in a country where, especially in today's world, inflation and everything a lot of people's paychecks just don't go as far as it used to go. Yeah. So people 
have to find other ways to subsidize their incomes for the lifestyles they want to live. I mean, America is a country where people spend more than they probably make and have access to spending more than they make because people have access to credit, which, yeah. yes, if you kind of think of like maybe in some African countries or places like that, there's no access to credit the kind yeah. of way we have access to credit here in America. So yeah. people then spend more than they make and they have, so they have to use these side hustles, which in this case, additional income to subsidize their lifestyle. Or sometimes in the case of what you said as a business, it could be that you want to start a business or you started a business and you need to make additional money to yeah. invest into your business. Then yeah. that side hustle helps as a means to create additional income. So regardless of how you see it, it's exactly. just creating additional income to subsidize for either your lifestyle, your business, True. or I mean, essentially your dreams, yeah, <laughs> to accomplishing True. your dreams, you know? So True. just wanted to add that into it. Yeah, of course, man. And no, no, it makes total sense, man. Great breakdown. And piggybacking off of that assesses, uh, another thing is, yeah, my side hustles have always taught me skills. Maybe not the most professional development, but when I really think deep into it, yes, it has. Now, for example, you know, and we'll get into this later, but my car flipping side hustle, that car flipping side hustle still honed my skills of customer service, still honed my skills of punctuality. I had to be at the auction at a certain time. I had to deliver it to a buyer at a certain time. That's still, it, it still taught me accounting. I had to have funds in certain accounts to pay at the, at the auction and then use those funds. It still taught me money management, things of that sort. So I think that that's yeah, another main benefit that. of, yeah, that's one of the main benefits of a side hustle is it could still hone your skills, especially in professional development. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. So for a lot of people, and again, people just have to see it as something you can't just, I mean, it's additional income, but it's going to help you get to where you need to get to. So like, Correct. I think we talked about this before and I used the example of an accountant who might have a nine to five job and during tax season, just like you were using flipping cars during tax season, yep. during tax season, they're helping people do their taxes. And maybe yep. in their place of employment, they wanted to move into a certain department and doing this as a side hustle, help them yep, yep. hone in on the skill and help them grow so they can then at least get some reps, repetition, mm -hmm. practice to be able to go yep. back to their employer and say, hey, I do have some experience doing this. And here are my credentials or whatever, like here's my experience and that type of stuff. And then Correct. obviously the third and final one is it being used to diversify your, your income. Now you can kind of see a side hustle in many different ways. So right. the whole diversification or seven streams of income comes to mind, but we're not going to go into this again. We're going to stay on task because that's yeah. something that has become Correct. this thing of topic of, of thing where it's like saying, well, do you, does it make sense to have all these different streams I of agree. income yep. or does it make sense to streamline one? So again, if we go, if I use the accountant, yep. think about this way, you already have a skill as an accountant, you're doing a side hustle as an accountant, doing taxes, you're not necessarily straying far away from your stream of income, but you're bringing in additional income developing yep. your skill while now you have two streams of income potentially to do that. And it's not taking away from maybe what you love or what you really know how to do. So Correct. that's Correct. Um, a really third thing about the three advantages of a side income. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, of, a, uh, of a side hustle. 
Right, man. And diversifying sets, don't get me wrong, it does help sometimes, especially when you're dealing with the seasonal main business or main career or, you know, whatever it is. And that off season that's consistent in your nine to five, that's consistent in your business, that side hustle now comes in as a guaranteed diversification of income. So again, I'm going to give you an example of, for example, my subway locations It's always the slowest time of the season was always December through February. Okay. So during that time of season where I know that that lane would be slow, it'd be great to bring in my side hustle to supplement that income. So very brief example, but sometimes diversification of this income is key and it could be kept standard, man. But I just want to touch on that real quick. Yeah, man. Most deaf. So yeah, I mean, with that said, I mean, one of the things that we wanted to like really incorporate into this whole thing was we want to talk about side hustles and Ralph and I, I guess for as long as we can remember, we've always had some form of side hustle. Now, like I mentioned earlier, the goal is to grow that until like it becomes a mainstay or to utilize it for what exactly you need it for additional income and not drag it on forever. But there's three things we've probably done as side incomes that, I mean, one of them has been a very long stay (laughs) in our relationship. It's, it's the first thing we did together. Maybe not the first thing we did together, but the longest thing we've ever done together was build a clothing line, Royal Dynamite. And it's interesting because from the outside looking in, most people would have always ever seen it as some thing that we built as this, like as a mainstay business. But as Ralph and I were thinking, we were like, you know what? idea has never really been a mainstay focus of a business. Have, was that a dream yeah. that we wanted it to become? Absolutely, yes. But right. I think because of yeah. the way our lives were designed or some of the responsibilities or just certain things never made it turn out to be that way. So it's always been for the last 14 years, this side hustle of ours that we got to build it very big into a brand, if you may, where that's what people sometimes knew us for it's like okay synonymous to Cecil is RD and I mean but the truth is that's kind of how sometimes because this is something we had to build a marketing a brand for so I I don't have to tell people it's like I don't have to tell people where I work like I mean most most people on social media have jobs but nobody ever has to know they're influencer but nobody they have nine fives but they can come (laughs) on social media and influence like you don't have to know what this person does for a living like none of your business but and and this this goes to the side hustling. So with RD, I mean, it started what twenty ten. We started yep. that. We started at twenty ten, man. And it came from really just a passion for me, more so liking t shirts, liking casual wear, liking right. the design aspect of like the graphic design, things that want t shirts as a way to express yourself. You right. can take your t shirt to the airport. You can take your t shirt, or you can wear your piece of clothing, whether it's a hat or anything, and it's a form of self expression. So. I think that's really how it started. And oh, yeah. over the years, as we built that brand for a side hustle, I'm not going to lie. It was very demanding at times. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of challenges. I mean, and I can think the first challenge we ever had was Ralph and I, it was the first time Ralph was <laughs> ever going to Sierra Leone. And this is funny. And we, one of our boys or an acquaintance, somebody we I remember, a, a friend of ours, we needed to build a website because we were only doing things where we were. PayPal invoicing people yep. for things and that type of stuff. So we're like, yo, you know what? We need to build a website. We need to make this thing a little bit more legitimate. We need to make, we yep. need to streamline and make it easy. So we both left to go to Sierra Leone. 
thinking we could handle things from there. For And we were yeah. gone for like three weeks, a month yeah. or whatever. And we left him to build a website, gave him everything that he needed. And we would keep in touch via communicate. But we got there. Yeah, correct. The internet was bad. Everything was correct. bad. So we literally could not get. And then there's a huge, like there was like five hour time difference or something yep, of that sort. Exactly. And I remember us coming back to absolutely nothing. No website. Like we were hot. We were irritated, mad. And, <laughs> and I think we, we either. Yep, for and sure, we, man. But he still oh, wanted payment. Off. That was so interesting. He's like, I need, I, I need to get paid. I've done this. I've done that. And we're like, yo. And these are just lessons learned. And there's so many more yep. we learned over along the years with that, man. As an integral man that we were, Seth, we did pay that out. We didn't receive the service. I mean, that's. But I, that was a mantra within this side hustle that would always keep the name clean, would always do right by people, even if people didn't do right yeah, by Yeah, I think us, so. our reputation was, it, yeah. it never stopped who we are as, as individuals. So whatever right. our value systems were is what we took into our businesses. If we got, went into business with people, we wanted to always make sure we left with a clean slate and left with a good right. relationship. So right. So many times, whether it was designers or things like that, we say, hey, we're, we're doing this. Talk, and talk it doesn't about go designers, the way we have. Man, I, I remember one time, Seth, I don't know if you remember. I'm not going to say his name, but there are one producers out in Gardena. When we produced 300 T-shirts, oh, they talked this in. So, so guys, let me, let me talk about another qualm of this side hustle <laughs> that, you know, hey, hey, guys, this is why... Side hustles, again, we talked about the three benefits of these side hustles, and this is why you need to keep things streamlined within that, because the side hustle should never take away from the mainstay. Try your best not to do so. Yeah. When we started World Dynamite, Cecil was full-time, I was full-time in my nine-to-five, and the side hustle was taken away from us, but we didn't have the responsibilities that we have now, where no, now no what kids. it was taken away would be unbearable. Yeah. But back then, we would deal with it. So I will admit that things weren't the most efficient in the very beginning. So I would have to formally go to our screen printers and formally look at the screens and nothing was digitized and look at the screens, formally see them print a sample then go from there. But being that this was a side hustle and we weren't too versed in the actual sector of business, you know, we were talked into printing on a t-shirt that wasn't the utmost quality that we loved, that we felt comfortable with. Again, it's a side hustle, but that doesn't mean that you treat it like crap. We wanted to uphold our quality, okay? So dealing with design and production issues, we get a batch back of 500 T-shirts, guys. This is a side hustle of ours. This is, this is investment <laughs> capital we put in. All the T-shirts, man, just didn't come out with the quality that we like. And our customers <laughs> instantly noticed yeah, man. that and, the and quality was, the was point, bad. Yeah, man. It was to the point, guys, where we had to just eat that. We wanted to retail them, but every time we would package up one of those, we were feeling like, man, we're about to give a lame experience to a, a customer and we had to end up um, eating that. So a lot of challenges. Yeah, we had to not. We still have that. those teas, don't we? Yeah, we still like, do have sick. some I think we ended up giving yeah, away a bunch of them and just, I mean, but these are the experiences that you get. But as much as you go through challenges, like Ralph said, you have to learn to streamline your side hustle because they, yeah. they are wins. They are successes. I mean, Correct. we have been able to build like, I mean, you guys can't probably see what I'm wearing, but. I'm wearing a sweater, a Freetown sweater. And this is, I would like to say, it, it's something that we built that became a part of yeah. our culture from where we're from, Freetown, Sierra Leone. Yeah, and we developed a community out of it. I mean, not going to go too deep yeah, into it, definitely. but to be able to make something where people you've never met before 
wanted to be a part of it because it told a story about a specific place. It created right. identity. I mean, I always say the ideology or the idea for it came from when you see people wearing a New York Yankees hat. It says NY. I mean, it's the Yankees hat or the, or the Mets, yep. but they're representing New York. Or when yep. you see somebody wearing that Dodgers hat, Correct. that LA blue and white, but yep. it's them representing Los Angeles. Say less, say no more. Yep. So it was the same thing where when somebody wore that snapback, somebody wore that t-shirt or the sweater, and it said Freetown, it was a point of discussion. You automatically, if Definitely. you were from the same place, you automatically know what they were rapping. If you yep. Yep. been there or you've experienced it, you knew. So that's kind of what Freetown was. And these were yep. some of the successes, but it also led us to collaborations with people like Issa Rae. We did yep. things with Kai Kamara. So these yep. things helped us build a brand. So this, this side hustle became a bigger brand than just yep. something that we were using to make additional income i mean correct in correct. terms of like personal growth and skills development i mean technology wise i mean yep. production we learned so much like how to Definitely. make things like till today people will call us like yo i need to print a t-shirt what do i yep. do what kind of t-shirt do i print it on or i need to build a website how do i do this and we're able to give advice on these kinds of things so i think it really really helped us when it comes oh, yeah. to those advantages that you get from actually building a side hustle. So, yeah, but anything you like to add with the, well, no, I mean, well, like, like I, you said, I remember balancing doing those commitments. Signs. Exactly. Like you said, says you know, the balancing act, you know, again, a side hustle, don't overwhelm yourself with these things. Again, the benefit of a side hustle is that it provides that additional income, doesn't take too much away from the mainstay. And, you know, you can grow your own professional development skills um, should that side also be conducive to that? But at the same time, you got to be careful not to overload yourself. And uh, one of the ways I was kind of doing this is, again, I could handle it back then. I didn't have as much commitments. Was me flipping cars, okay? And getting back to the yeah. seasonality that we talked about that could be a benefit to side hustling was, the, you know, it can circumvent the seasonality as well, too. So when I started flipping cars, Cecil, it's really seasonal during tax season. So my main points of revenue were, Man, sometimes I do four cars a day, four to five car sales a day was mainly from January to about April. April 15th is a cutoff tax day. So that's when the rush kind of died down. And, you know, the process was since I'm waking up in the morning, early in the morning, you know, early bird gets the worm. The first person that can inspect yeah. that car and get the right value of that car and wins it in the lane gets a nice profit. They're able to buy a car for a great price point and have a great profit rate yourself from. So you'd always get there in the morning, early, everyone's on their coffee and donuts. It's crazy, Cecil, because it's it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. We're smiling to each other, but, yo, you're my enemy in this lane right now, man, because you you, yeah. you went in this bid can take away, you know, family, food for my family tonight, really. You know, you went in this car that I could retail at a customer for, you know, may take that sale away. So get there early in the morning, go through your check-in, you're inspecting your cars, you're scanning, and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, you go through the lane, you win the bid, you have a car, you arrange your transportation to the customer, and you have a you know a great payday at the end of that. You know, and so, you had so to it, figure out what kind of cars were yeah. like the best sellers in there. Oh, yeah, Especially man. Especially living in California, you knew like oh, yeah. Hondas and right. I mean, <laughs> for young people like us, we Correct. all wanted Hondas. I mean, I got my first Correct. Honda from an <laughs> auction. Yeah, like yeah. I got it from an auction and 
Had yep. to go early in the morning with the guy. I mean, because you linked me up with this guy. So we get there in the morning. Yep. I'm yep. standing there. He's saying, go check out the car. And you see people start bidding. They're calling numbers. And you're <laughs> just like, uh, yep. I mean, you're just standing there watching the whole process. And you exactly we lost out on a few cars that didn't plan on buying. But when you get there, you see some nice cars. And you're like, yo, I really like this car. Exactly. And then let's put a bid in on this. And if you go above this price and you walk away, and keep going, but then I was able to get my Honda and right. kept that for a few years until exactly. college, after college, and and that type of stuff. So it, I mean, these things kind of help because right. you're able to provide for young people like us Correct. back then. Correct. A what I would call a reliable car, <laughs> reliable yep. enough car yep. exactly. for us to move around and cost effective and, and that type of stuff. So they you're helping people all exactly, exactly, Seth and and. You know, again, I always want to revert back to the actual benefits of this side hustle was this flipping, you know, this car flipping hustle that I was doing actually turned into something a little bit more stabilized. But I wanted to stay in the car. First of all, I've always had a passion for cars and I wanted to stay within that field. But at the same time now, says one of the reasons why I left the car flipping game was to get something more stable, which was to move into franchise. All right. But. Again, Cecil, the mainstay is there. I'm a franchisee. These things are moving, but the side hustle king is still in me, man. So at the same time, what did I do, man? I went and started a Turo fleet. That way, Cecil, I get to drive the cars that I get to drive. That I got to I got to drive the cars that I love driving. And at the same time, they were getting paid off by renters. And I would retain the yeah. asset at the end. I really compared the Turo car fleet to franchising in a sense, a smaller level of it. Where you had one I mean, platform. I like to... Yeah, man. It, it is like a franchise model because, like Ralph said, he had a fleet of cars. He's had up to, like, four cars in his Turo fleet. And I, I used to just... I mean, I not physically, but yeah. we had conversations of him dropping off cars or doing this yep. or doing that. And I just asked. I mean, I, I just said, hey, what's up with this stuff? Like, what are the numbers... Can, like, does it make sense? Do you enjoy it? And he's like, yep. yeah, you can get a car. And after explaining it to me, I'm like, yo, this kind of sounds like a franchise model. I mean, it's yep. similar to a franchise model in the sense that if you think what a franchise is, a big corporation owns a brand Correct. and Correct. They, they do the marketing for that brand and everything else. And you get to buy into their business model and you give exactly. them a piece of the pie. And exactly. essentially that's what Turo, that's what Airbnb and all these yep. things are where they, the corporation, the big company, they take care of advertising. And, and specifically in the Turo model, you get to buy into the brand, which in this case, Correct. you buy your own car. And right. they provide you a platform for you to rent your car. You don't have to advertise for customers. Everything ha happens on the platform. When people rent these cars, you get to split the profit. Let's say 80-20, 90-10, 25 And... There's a lot of things that they've done for you that streamline. So yeah. Ralph built his fleet. I said, okay, I'm on this side. Like I said, we there's maybe to a certain extent where sometimes I think we just like to always <laughs> have this these side hustles. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. It's right. just, hey, if it doesn't take too much of your time Correct. and you could make extra income, Correct. why not? So Correct. you for me... Having to think of it, I still had to analyze how much time does it have to take because it's it's interesting Definitely. as I was doing mine, and I'll let Ralph get back to how I had to 
have these communications like, okay, he teaches me everything, but then I have to make sure my wife's okay with this. Yep. Hey, I want to do this. Okay, how much money is it going to make? I have to tell her. Okay, yep. how much time is it going to take? Well, this is where it's going to need your help. Yep. And if you can't help me, I won't do it because Correct. every time I have to drop off the car at the airport, I don't live as close to the airport as possible. Yep. I have to make sure she comes with me, we drop off the car, or every time I have to pick up the car, at time she has to be willing to do that with me. So it's like a family business. And it's similar Correct. with Ralph where the communications has to be there with your significant other to make sure they agree to it. But no, I think don't. it was one of these things where I had to learn from Ralph. He taught me everything that I needed to do to get in, into my Turo. And great teacher, great. by the way, bro. Because thanks, it's been great. And I'm looking yep. to expand my fleet as well. So Exactly, man. No, definitely, man. And, and there's a lot of advantages to Turo, Seth. You've experienced it, man. Again, advantages yeah. uh, of a car that you love driving being paid off by others. Obviously, the additional yep. income coming in. You know, you can get certain vehicles. Definitely. And again, you know, you use that calculator. But you can go ahead and get vehicles that will bring you in a 3X, bring you in a 2X, bring you in a 1.5X. Yeah. So, you know, those are the main um, advantages. But there's also some disadvantages. But what side hustle doesn't have any disadvantages? Just like you, just hey, like you no mentioned business, earlier. Every business has a headache. Exactly. You mentioned it earlier. You'd have to get the wife on board. Why? Because if you're going to go deliver a car, you'd probably kill all of your profits catching the uber all the way back home like we've done in the past you know exactly so, exactly <laughs> i mean know, and uh, it's it's i mean when talking about challenges and yeah. this is where it's interesting this just happened today Crazy. so obviously my car had had an issue with a customer blowing out my tire and i had to fix it so i had to yeah. get it relisted and it got relisted it's fine my wife's using the car that car to go to work yeah. And and that type of stuff. And she likes it because it's an, it's an EV. So okay. it's like you don't have to deal with anything. So she uses it to go to work while that right. car is not running or on the Turo app. And right. this morning, take my son to school. He doesn't have school. I find out he doesn't have school because it's a snowy <laughs> or whatever the case might be. So I bring him back. I'm getting ready to go to the gym only to get a booking. And I'm yeah. like, snap. For a split second, I kind of went into a panic mode. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo. Kenzo's home with me. The car is at my wife's job. And yeah. I don't even know where I have to drop off this car. Luckily, yeah. it was just outside my subdivision. So it's okay. not like, I mean, it's like a stone's throw yep. away. So yep. when I found that out, I calmed down. I sent her a text. It's like, yo, I need the car. I'm going to yep. come drop off the other car and take this one. So easily went there, made the switch, took yep. the car to the um, drop-off point, came back home, all was resolved. And I mean... It didn't even take more than an hour to do all that. And that was because I had a mishap. If there wasn't a mishap, we're talking about a process that would have taken five minutes. And in Correct. two days, I'm going to get my car back. And exactly. Hey, cha-ching. Exactly. <laughs> Money in the bank. No, exactly, man. So so again, there are disadvantages, of course. But like any business, there are those, yes. those things are going to exist. But the advantages outweigh the disadvantages way more, man. So. You know, those are the three side hustles that we've definitely done in the past and are definitely executing on now. Man, Seth, so you kind of hyped me up. I think I may aim to expand my fleet as well, too. Just to drive in, guys, we already know that each additional car is going to bring in an additional seven, eight hundred bucks on the low end per month. So why not? You know, but again, guys, we want to be yeah. careful with that because we are trying to be Turo Car Ultra Host. At the end of the day, we're still focused on Ralph the franchise guy, and we're still I mean, we, on we still focused on personal exactly. finance. We're These are still side hustles. Correct. 
And just like it said, I think it goes with the income stream and the skill development. And you yep. kind of want to make sure if you're adding an additional income stream, it aligns with your goals, but it aligns with your lifestyle. Because right. I think a lot of people think of income streams. They just like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I'm gonna... When most people build these things, if you kind of think of, about it, like I explained, I'll use the accounting um, example again, because it's the first thing that always comes to my mind. You okay. have a nine to five job as an accountant on the side, you're doing taxes, those income streams align. Yeah. And then you could True. be doing consulting for somebody else for something. And that's accounting related, maybe how to start their business. All these income streams are aligned. So you potentially have three income streams that don't require you to have additional skills outside of that. Now, Turo or Airbnb, these kinds of side hustles are different, but they're more of a time constraint. And for us, because I think if you kind of look where we talk from Royal Dynamite to flipping cars to getting the tour, one thing that's consistent between those three things is customer service. Yeah, correct. We've learned how to deal with customers. I mean, trust me, like between RD or even coming down to Turo, Man. you have belligerent customers. <laughs> oh, I'm not, yeah, not going to lie about that. And in any other case, if it was personal, you would treat them differently. But in a professional setting like this, right. you kind of have to know how to treat customers. You have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to take, take the L, if you want to put it that way. But essentially, we've learned the art of proper customer service. So that's one thing they all share. And essentially we're using these things to kind of, it's a skill that we're developing and it's a skill that's transferable over now to Definitely. building our businesses of the franchise guy and see me fly money where it's customer interaction. Customer yep. is your bread and butter and you have right. to know how to treat them right. Because if you treat them right, they will treat you right. So definitely, yeah. I mean, of course, so yeah, guys, just to summarize everything, you know, again, side hustles are great. There's a lot of there's key advantages to side hustles. But just remember, guys, stay focused on the mainstay. Let the side hustle be a yeah. supplement. If it grows into becoming a mainstay, that's fine. But the focus is the mainstay and getting toward the goal. Yeah, I mean, like Ralph said, definitely. You don't want to overexert yourself. If your side hustle starts becoming too stressful, then you need to let it go. You, you so. So before you start one, you need to really think yep. about how it affects your lifestyle, how it affects your professional life, how it affects your surroundings and everything around that. And Correct. you have to do your numbers. You have to get your startup numbers to make sure you know it's going to make you money because if it's not making you money, that's really why you're getting like, so correct. Yep. You kind of have to think of things that's going to make you money. Forget the income stream, forget the personal development. The number one reason most people will get a side hustle is because they need to make more money Facts. that they could use for something that they need. So yes. with that yep. said, hopefully you can think up the side hustle that you want to start. If you need help, hit us up. We're more than happy to discuss because th these are just three that we probably picked. Now, yep. I think we're trying to streamline our, our processes and not be, we're not trying to be the side hustle guys. Um, right. But ultimately, like I said, as you're young and starting into business, it's one of the ways that you could use to fund the things that you need to do. Exactly. And it's a good way, but it should not be a permanent stay. Exactly, Think of it exactly. as a temporary thing that you can do. It's like a means to an end. That's the best right. way I can put it. And essentially you get to, like in the Turo business, we get to drive cars that um, we think are cool and somebody else gets to pay for it. Exactly. Can't, exactly. can't get it better than that. So. 
Exactly. Hopefully you can, you've gotten enough information from this at least must up yep. the courage to start a side hustle. If you would exactly. like more information about starting a side hustle, feel free, reach out, ask us any questions. We're more exactly. than happy to help you figure out at least your thought process of what you're thinking. Right. And let you know if you're going down the right direction or not. Exactly, man. We'd love to hear your experiences. And uh, Cecil, I definitely wanted to leave the audience today with a resource on looking into different side hustles and finding one that matches everything that you listed out, matches their family dynamic, matches their personality and all that. So that resource is yeah. going to be SideHustleNation.com. And make sure to check it out. They have all types of side hustles. And remember, guys, choose the one that you feel matches best overall for your goals, okay? Don't think yeah, for the now, think definitely. for the long call down the lane, man. That's how we did it and encourage you guys to do the same. Yeah, so, I mean, with that said, hopefully you found this episode useful. We talked about side hustle. We explored the three advantages of a side hustle, additional income, skills development, personal growth, diversification of income streams. We talked about three different side hustles that we've done, clothing line, Royal Dynamite, Ralph flipping cars, and us building a small fleet of Turo cars, which just gives us supplemental and additional income. And with the Turo, we get to drive Teslas, exactly. EVs, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they're right. sweet to drive and we don't have to pay for them if you want exactly. to put it that way. So hopefully you found this episode useful. Thank you guys exactly. very much for always listening, supporting us. Look forward to more episodes and, and more stories along the lines of us building our brands and the relevance of this particular episode towards building our brands. It, like for now, we're building these brands. Correct. The franchise guy see me fly money. And the truth is we need to fund these businesses. This is where the side hustle comes up. So you have to make sure it doesn't affect yep, too much of, it doesn't take too much of your time, but you generate income, which you're then able to plunge into your business to pay VAs, to buy, to build up systems and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully exactly. this last exactly. piece kind of put things in perspective. So you kind of get an idea if you had a dream or it's going to help you realize those dreams. So that's it for me, right. man. So Ralph. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, over. guys. As usual, we appreciate you guys coming in, sharing your experiences with us, interacting, engaging. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Please make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review because the more ratings and reviews that we get on the platform, the more they're going to push our content out to more people. So again, it's Ralph Cecil, Family Man Building a Brand. We'll see you guys on the next one. That's it for today's episode of Family Man Building the Brand. We hope we left you with a ton of value from this episode. If you like what you heard, feel free to leave us a rating and a review. This helps our show gain traction with other listeners just like you. You can join our community by subscribing and following Family Man Building the Brand on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we're family and together we build.